Now putting the TPLG uncut. That was my girl Juicy Two Times. Say she got that straight drop. I do got a special guest with me, Miss Claudia Lopez. What's up? Hey, how are you? Thank you for having me. How you doing? How you doing? What's the temperature out there where you at right now? It's like 90 degrees. It's been like that all summer. Oh, man. Oh, man. So who is Claudia Lopez? Those that just tuned in. Um, I am a Cuban-American singer-songwriter born and raised in Miami, Florida. And, you know, just a daughter of a musician, musicians in the family. And, you know, just an artist with a lot of soul, a lot of heart. And a lot to say. <laughs> Definitely understand that. Growing up in Miami, what kind of music was being played around the house? Definitely a lot of Latin music. A lot of these, uh, the big, the big artists, Celia Cruz. We listened to a lot of uh, Victor Manuel in this house, Willie Chirino, uh, Juan Luis Guerra, Juan Gabriel. Luis Miguel, you know, the biggest names in the Latin. But, you know, my my dad was a musician, so he was also listening to a lot of jazz, a lot of Duke Ellington, Miles Davis, Ella Fitzgerald, a lot of different kind of music in our house. And what kind of music were you gravitating towards and listening to yourself? R&B. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, I think that's the case for so many singers. I would, I would confidently say that it's the most vocally challenging music and for me that always drove me wild you know i grew up listening to beyonce and just being mind blown by her vocals uh even in destiny's child and and winnie houston you know mariah carey i just grew up really really idolizing these big female vocalists so i think i got a lot of r&b in me at a young age now, now, what's your favorite restaurant out of Miami? Oh, my God. Really, though? <laughs> my, my grandma's cooking. That's hey. my favorite. Hey. <laughs> my grandma's cooking. But hey. um, I think Versailles is really, really amazing. And it's not just, oh, because, you know, it's been around for a long time. It is really just really delicious, really good food, really good, authentic Cuban food there. Now, what is your favorite clothing brand? Like, what was your favorite place to shop? Um, my favorite place to shop, really, I I look for for clothes that are fashionable but also affordable. So I do a lot of um. I don't do a lot of thrift shopping, but I do buy some stuff on Sheen. I definitely really love um, Macy's. Uh, I also shop a lot at smaller boutiques like Sarah and, and even even like mom-pop shops that there are in Miami in down, downtown or, or on 8th Street. There's just some really beautiful clothing, and it's just like handmade. It's really nice. Yeah. Now, when did you, what age did you start learning and knowing that you had the voice of sing? Uh, I, 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 my earliest memory, I was already being told, oh, you're for sure a singer. You know, mm -hmm. and I felt it too. I felt it. You know, I, 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 I have, 
I always had really good pitch and a good tone and a strong voice, and you can kind of see that early on. But as early as two or three, I was already singing full songs, harmonizing with my dad, which, you know, for a little baby, that's a big deal already, understanding harmony. So it was just as, as early as I can remember, I always felt I knew that I was going to sing and that that's what I was going to do. Now, what was that first song that you knew word for word? I know a lot of times we harmonize, or, or as singers, you harmonize what you know. Mm-hmm. But what was that first song that you knew that you can, you know, sing it as perfect as the artist that you were singing from? I, as, ugh, I the very first, really, the very first song, I don't even know the title of the song, <laughs> but it's a song, and I used to harmonize with my dad. It was like, Dame la mano y danzaremos, dame la mano y me amarás. Como una sola flor seremos como una flor y nada más. And then my dad would start the melody, and mm. I would go, dame la mano, and I would go, danzaremos, dame la mano y me amarás. It's like this little, this little jingle, I don't know, it's a Spanish song, and I learned it so early. I remember doing that, like, at three years old. There's videos of me harmonizing for that with my dad. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. Now, where, now where, when did you start? So you started singing early. When did you start, you know, putting that pen to that pad and started writing, Um, you know, writing your own music? Was it start off as poems or did you start off with the melody and put the words to it? I already, there's word out that I was like, writing like performing songs i don't remember this but i was already apparently performing little songs that i would had written as young as like two and three and four mm. but for me as an artist like the very first song i remember sitting down and grabbing a guitar my dad had taught me a few chords and i i think i was like eight or nine and i remember grabbing the guitar and playing like you know uh c major a minor f and g you know regular mm you know, um, chord progression and writing my very first song. I remember I was like nine, about nine years old. And it was a full song. I already understood the structure of the song. And it was like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, out. Like, it was a full, that was my first full song, Mm. like at nine years old. Now, were you in time, you know, as you sing, your voice gets stronger, were you doing performances around the school, like as a kid, or talent shows, or you know, around the city? Like, were you performing and seeing people gravitate towards your singing? Like, what kind of performances were you doing at an early age, or if so? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I was raised in a time where you know there wasn't a lot of social media, so there yeah. weren't as, as many opportunities as there are now. Um, for kids to perform and audition for things. I remember I was auditioning for the Mickey Mouse Club. You remember that show? <laughs> Do you remember? Uh, uh, now it's time to say goodbye to all our family. Yeah, I've heard that before. I yeah. remember auditioning for that on the house phone. On the house phone. Wow. Like I, you would have to call and say happy birthday <laughs> on the house phone. So I remember auditioning for that, but as soon as, like, I think already in my elementary school, they had me sing the Star Spangled Banner, and then once they heard me, they had me sing it at every event. In, like, third grade, I was Flounder in the school play, and Flounder had a cute little song, and yeah, as soon as, you know, and I was already singing, and every every single year, I was being used to sing for something, like, they would ask me to do 
um, the in the morning announcements. And once I got to middle school and high school, I already started competing and doing, you know, those drama competitions and things like that. Um, I did a few plays. I, I did, you know, I was in the choir. I was, you know, I already started having a, like little performances that were school related mm-hmm. all through middle school and high school. So after high school, when did you see that your voice was had matured to the to the level of uh, professionalism? You know, was it you singing um, something that you written or singing a popular song? Like when did you see that your voice you, you felt confident enough to say, "Hey, I'm gonna go ahead and write my own music and sing and put it out for the people to see what they think." Like where were you at within your progression of that being done? Yeah, I I was already writing a lot of songs in middle school. Okay. So and I am I had this little group of friends who were just really hyped men. You know, like they were really into the music. They loved the songs. I would record them. They would play them. They would sing them. They would learn them. So I had a good group, like of of you know ten. 10, 11 people who were just really into the writing, and, and as the years went by, I kept writing. I would perform the song sometimes for, like, talent competitions, and um, and I, my, my cousin, who is, who my album that just came out is dedicated to, um, she started having a battle with um, terminal illness and cancer, um, and she would started having doing things like for relay for life because you know she was like a survivor and she started really doing so I, she started having me sing at the relay for life and and that's really where I realized that my songs were impacting people and this is just like throughout high school um, and and even after that and people really I noticed that it wasn't just my group of friends you know anyone I was performing the songs for people were were interested in hearing more and they wanted to they wanted me to have a record the song and and give it to them in some way and I started getting like a little following of people who who actually really liked my music and wanted to hear more of it so right out of high school you know um, I decided to, to go to Berkeley College of Music. I auditioned, and I got in, and I got a scholarship. So, um, you know, I, I went to Boston for, for like, a year and a half. I, I didn't end up loving the school. The school was, like, in a weird place at the time when I went, and um, I don't think the program was as strong as it is today. So I, I didn't stay there, but after that, experience and and realizing even when I sing in Boston even when I perform my songs people just like them and they want to hear more mm-hmm. and I think that that's like towards the end of high school that's when I really started to to realize oh man I could do this like people want to hear my stuff going to Berkeley what was one lesson going to Berkeley that you take with you to this day you know it could be something from a professor it could be a a strategy of writing. What was that one lesson at Berkeley that you take with you, you know, as you continue through music? Um, going from a high school where I was like big fish in a small pond, my biggest lesson going to Berkeley was that you can lift a rock and there are 400 people who sing 400 times better than you under every rock you lift. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 
you you go to a school that's just for people who are good at what you do, and you're gonna find people who are so ridiculously talented and that's when you have to realize what it is that sets you apart you have to decide once yeah you can be the most talented kid in your high school right oh yeah everybody praises you but when you go to a school like berkeley and all of a sudden you are just a normal fish in a really big pond that's when you learn when you have to decide what it is that makes you different what makes you unique from all these other ridiculously talented singers and performers and writers. So I think Berkeley gave me this taste of the music industry, which is really, it was really cool. That's one of the things I take with me. It's just that, you know, being a good singer doesn't make you special. It's everything else that you bring to the table that makes you special. Because I saw some of the most amazing singers that I have ever met not do anything at all with that. Like, I'm talking about girls who would give Beyonce a run for her money, vocally, who just didn't do anything with that at all. So that's what Berkeley did for me. And it, it, I, I think it, it really taught me that it's not about, it's not just about being a good singer. It's about, are you ambitious enough to make it in the music industry? How badly do you really want this career? Um what are you willing to do to set you apart from all these amazing singers and writers in the music industry? And that's something I always take with me, you know, because when I came back down, it, I, I had a new mindset, you know? Crazy. 2019. What's this record about? So, um, this is my first single and I wrote the single, um, while I was studying, I was finishing my degree um, um, in in UM, and you know, it, it the song is about is about that like weird place when you're when you like somebody, but you don't like them enough, and you should like them, and nobody talks about this when when you're kind of like starting to date someone. And you just kind of don't know, and you're crazy. They're a good guy, but you don't, you don't, you're not like 100% in it. And this is when you really have to like listen to your heart. And and I wrote a song because I was in like a, I was in a situation where the guy really liked me and was a really good guy, and I just was hung up on my ex. And I knew I should like this person, this new guy that's really great and treats me right. But I just, you know. I couldn't find a song that was was giving me this situation, so I wrote one. I was just like, man, I have to be crazy for not liking you and not wanting to be with you. You know, maybe I am crazy, and that's what the song is about. <laughs> it's a little bit of a you just write songs. You just, as a, when you're a composer, I don't know if, are, if you're a composer, are you? No, nah, no, nah, I'm not a composer. When you're a composer... Your whole life is music. Like, anything could be a song, you know? So sometimes, you know, we deal with, like, we can find songs to, to kind of portray what we're, we're going through, what we're feeling. But if there's not one, you just write one, you know? And that's what I did. I just wrote one. I couldn't find a song that matched this situation, and I wrote one. And I have had so many people tell me, 
oh my god i had never been able to listen to a song that defied this situation i'm in so it was it was kind of cool to be able to do that and provide that for other people who were who were feeling crazy for not liking a guy that was the good guy you know seeing that you know people were gravitating towards your sound to now people gravitating towards your music what keeps you motivated and continuing not only your talent but this journey um well Definitely what get, what motivated me to finish my album, um, Running Out of Time, was um, the dedication. My my um, my sister, my cousin, who I often refer to as my sister, um, who was my little sister, basically. She passed away four years ago, and, and I wrote a lot of songs because that's what I do. I write songs when I'm in pain. I write songs when I'm happy. I write songs. So I, I wrote a lot of songs for her in that time, and you know life kept happening, and I kept and it, and I kept you know writing, and and then you know when COVID happened, I found myself with all this time, and to finally sit down and grieve and think, and and that's when you know I decided like, oh my God, like I finally have a reason to put all these songs in an album. Like I just want to fill in my sister on everything that I haven't been able to tell her in four years. And that really started this drive and this ambition in me to finish this album and get it out by her birthday, which was yesterday. And I did it. I, I, you know, that kept really motivated. And I think for the rest of my life, making her proud and, and, you know, and making my whole family proud, that's always going to motivate me to keep going, you know, to keep working hard and keep writing and, and, you know, and I, as long as, and I see that people are, are relating to the album and, and liking the music and that keeps me motivated too. I have, um, I have really loyal fan base and people who really follow me and have followed me for years and waited for years for me to release music so all of that really keeps me so motivated and my heart full you know new single 2021 about to get right into it thinking what were you thinking about (laughs) in writing this record (laughs) i was thinking i i wrote this i wrote this song Right when COVID happened and I was in a room with my boyfriend and I was just like, oh my God, this is it. This is where we're going to find out (laughs) if this is for real because we're going to be stuck in this one room, this tiny apartment for, and we were for like five months. And that's, and you know, in, in that moment, I remember having moments where I would sit there and think like, oh man. I think I love you, <laughs> you know, like, I think, and I just realized that I, I learned, I learned so much from him, and, and it was just one of those songs that just poured out to me in one of those moments where I was, like, like, realizing, coming to grips with the fact that, you know, I, this person and I are really gonna make it, and we're, and, you know, I, I think I love you and you teach me so much and you keep my mind engaged. And that's a big deal for me. You know, um, people who, who spark my my intelligence and light a fire in my brain. And that for me was a, a, a moment where I realized that that this person did that for me, you know, which is some of the lyrics are like, um, 
don't let me sleep away the days. Awake is where the answers are, and that's where you are. Um, I definitely feel like this, you know, kept me always thinking, and and that's why the song is called Thinking. It's because he always keeps me thinking. I'm always on my feet, thinking and exploring the depths of my mind, and that, that for me is like something so important in the relationship and that's why I wrote that song you know and it's one of the things that I would have definitely discussed with my sister you know we would have totally both been into that so I put it in the album you know and it's a bop so <laughs> I, I released it as a single I'm gonna let you go ahead and introduce this record for the people that's on you thank you thinking 2020 my single and it's 2021 my single thinking and it is one of the songs that really described the album. The album took a lot of thinking, and this is one of the my favorite songs in the album, and the video is coming out August 20, 2021, on Vivo. So here it is, thinking. Mm -hmm.
Y'all put in the TPLG uncut. You just heard that new record thinking. Claudia Lopez, what's up? Hey, hey, what's up? Running out of time. Describe this album for the people. Running out of time. This album is a dedication to my sister, my cousin, Jennifer Cordero, who passed away four years ago. This album is just telling somebody who you miss, who is God, everything that's been going on, right? So, so for me, this is for me, I'm using it for my cousin. Whoever's listening can really just use this album. The songs are, are so, so broad that you can really relate it to anything that you're grieving anyone that you're missing it could be a boyfriend it could be a you know a friend that you grew distant from it's just it's an album for everybody we all feel pain that's outside of heartbreak sometimes and it's you know and there's a lot of song as the songs progress there's a lot of you know hope and and a buildup of strength and it's just it is my debut album. It is my baby. <laughs> and I'm so excited that it's out. Thank you for stopping through TPLG Uncut. Where can everybody find it on the social media? That's right. Claudia Lopez Sings on Instagram.